Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I'm here with my co-host, all the way from Newport, near reporting from a dumpster near you. It's bad. <laughs> hey, there's an ocean right behind me. Right there. <laughs> yeah, let me... Yes, Bash is here this week, and we have producer Rob running the board. Say hi, Robbie. I know I threw it to him just to throw him off. <laughs> Hold on, I was I wasn't ready. Hi everybody, I'm here there. too, and Eric is here too this week. Say hi, Eric. Hi, hi everyone. And we have a very special guest this week, since our topic this week is all about murder. Um, podcaster and host of Murders a Drag, which you can watch on this channel at Out at TV. Aura Van Dank is going to join us for the whole episode. Hi, Aura. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. It's so great to be here. Yes. So you host um, Murders a Drag podcast and show that's on and out at TV. Um, let everybody know what the show is about and what they can expect when they go and listen. Well, it's not your run-of-the-mill true crime podcast, that's for sure. Yeah. You come on in and you got me making a total mess of myself, but... You stay and you get a story about victims instead of murderers because murderers get too much attention, in my opinion. And my podcast is more centered towards victims, biographical information on them, what happened to them, what we can do to remember them, and sprinkled in there with a lot of mess and a few jokes. Yes. And you take a very, what I like about your show is you have a very LGBTQ plus viewpoint. And those are kind of the, the victims and crimes that you tend to focus on, which I don't see in a lot of yeah. other crime-related podcasts that are out there. Yeah, mine is pretty much 100% queer, true crime. Every once in a while, a straight person makes their way in, but it's 100% <laughs> queer to me. Yeah, so where did the idea come from, and when did your obsession with, let's say, murder started? Well, I would say I was always definitely more on the true crime obsessed side. Me and my dad would watch the ID channel as yeah. a child. Um, but I started a job at a court reporting agency about a year ago, and it was very boring. So I was looking for podcasts to listen to. And true crime was already kind of a niche for me. So I went into that and I listened to My Favorite Murder and a few other really popular murder podcasts. And I just was inspired to talk about murder of my own because I had read so many stories of queer murder victims and stories of queer killers even. So there was just this whole area of stories that aren't told, that aren't researched. So I hopped on my computer, got on my microphone and I started talking about murders. Yeah. And, and you get in drag while you do it. it. Yeah. You get in drag. Yeah. On the, the video, video started. Uh, yeah. The video started about six months in. Mm -hmm. I decided to do, because I would make jokes on the podcast, like, oh, I'm sitting here in a wig and heels. But I was like, I could actually be sitting here in a wig and heels. There's no reason for me not to be. <laughs> right. been around for a while. So how did, yeah. how did you get started in drag? And how did you get the name Aura Van Dink? How did that persona come about? Well, my drag for me started in my freshman year of college. I was at a really small university called UNC Pembroke in North Carolina, it's in a literal swamp. And there's <laughs> nothing around the mile, except Stacey Lane Matthews lives Stacey just Lane a Matthews. few cities over. 
So we got Henny over there. Wow. But yeah, um, that's Swamp Town. She performs there a lot. But I heard, I kind of was introduced to drag in college and I was running away to Columbia, South Carolina because there was nothing in Pembroke, North Carolina. And I was meeting drag queens there and they were teaching me things. And being local to Charlotte, I started going out in Charlotte in like half drag, wasn't really that great. And I met Vegas Van Dank, who's my drag mother. And she saw something in me and was like, you know what? We're going to turn you into like a full-time drag queen. And you need to be performing. You need to be doing all of this stuff on stage that a drag queen would do. And I was like, okay, I'm down. So she she helped me get my start, helped me find like what drag style I wanted. And it's been a lot of, you know, traveling the South, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, So you you live and grew up in a small town, not in a big city in North Carolina. Well, I grew up in a small town in New York, but it was upstate New York, so very much not the New York City liberal scene that you would see these days. (laughs) Right. And then we moved when I was like eleven years old to North Carolina, and shortly thereafter, I came out, and it was just downhill from there. (laughs) Oh no. And now, now, do you still, how, ha, okay, how has it changed for you with drag? Because I like asking the drag queens that we do have on, um, change within COVID. Everything you're doing is over video. So how was it going to video compared to going out to the, to the clubs and performing and all of that? I felt a little more fortunate than maybe other queens because I already had my online platform. Oh, okay. So I was already more focused on my online presence. And I was still, you know, performing at clubs and getting booked and stuff. And I miss being on stage more than anything. Yeah. But I've adapted. And I think a lot of the queens have adapted. It's been weird is the yeah. only word. I can really <laughs> We it. know that <laughs> doing our show yeah. over Zoom is not the same as it is doing it in person. <laughs> so you were just recently here in San Diego. Was it your first trip to San Diego? Yeah, it was my first time away from the East Coast, away oh, wow. from the Bible Belt since I was a child. Jeez, so what did was... you think? What was your first impression? A big, long gasp. (laughs) It was dry. There was no humidity. I was like, wow, I'm not walking into a bowl of oatmeal. (laughs) And not Miss Miriam T's eyebrows. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) So your first impression, the weather. Because San Diego, we do have like the perfect weather. It's summer all year around here. Yeah, and then you went up um, the coast, too. And you stayed at a haunted hotel in L.A., I heard. Which one? The Biltmore Hotel in L.A. Oh, cool. For people who don't. Like, host the Academy Awards there. And very fancy place. And apparently, Black Dahlia, that's where she died, was in that hotel. Uh Yeah. Yeah, They're pretty freaking sure. Yeah. <laughs> there's no there's no way to know where exactly she was when she was cut in half. They just know that it wasn't in that field. But they have a picture of her um in like the historic hallway that says that she was seen making a call from the hotel the night the last night that she was seen alive. Oh, yeah. So that was the last known location that she was in. Yeah, and you were running days. apparently you're running through the hallways at two AM. <laughs> yeah. <for> ghosts. <laughs> yeah. I, when I looked at the picture, I literally just like fell to the floor and I was like, oh my God, it's a true crime junkies like right? dream come true. I'm in the hotel that she was last seen in. And I was like, so you can Liz, get in my car and you can come home with me. Like I will take you out of this hotel. You can live with me. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cool. But you did, but you liked the the West Coast. You enjoyed California. Oh yeah. What were some I'm of the highlights for there. you when you were here? Seeing LA for sure. Yeah. I think a lot of people who aren't from the West Coast, like Charlie, was he didn't understand how big of a deal it was for me to see LA. I was crying in the car, like really. Tears <laughs> oh. Like, oh my god, it's LA. And he was like, I've only ever seen people cry about the traffic. And I'm like, okay, but I'm happy to be here. And maybe because we are like I was born and raised here in San Diego and LA right. is just like up the street in a way. So yeah, I don't exactly. know. For me it's like, oh, it's LA. That's, yeah. That, I don't want to go there. That's why I felt about New York City growing up. I was like, it smells mm. bad. Why do you want yeah, to go there? It does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All year round. Right. Okay, so this, so we're going to do a little thing we do on the podcast of getting to know you. So I'm going to ask you some rapid-fire questions. Getting to know you. <laughs> getting to um, know Random ones, and we're going to see what your answers are, Aura. Ready? The first one oh is... Yeah, I'm ready. What is your drag inspiration? Ghosts. <laughs> that's good i like that are these one word answers no you can go yeah. you can answer as long as you want everybody so ghost any specific ghosts um you know what demons i mean oh. I'm, I'm like a sexy demon okay yeah. there you go okay favorite cartoon courage the cowardly dog hands down i grew up with it <laughs> mm, interesting okay. interesting yeah well he was... has no idea what that is He's i don't i'm just going oh i don't either yeah <laughs> interesting thank you <laughs> Yeah, I'm 22, so... That's... Oh, my God, you're a oh, baby. You're a Gosh, baby. I'm old enough yeah, to be your dad. That is depressing. That is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're talking about murder, I'll be right back while I sliver around. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm going to go depressing. murder myself. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what was the last book you read? Cirque du Freak when I was, like, 13 years old. <laughs> I don't know that one. Do you know that, Bashi, that book? No, I have no idea. <laughs> but you nodded and said, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very drunk right now. Oh, <laughs> yay. Drunk Bashy is <laughs> the fun Bashy. <laughs> I love, I know. I like to be here, too. Hello. Anyway. <laughs> okay, three things you never leave home without. Lash glue, cell phone, and a little bit of weed. Oh, I love mm. your last answer. Yay. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> guilty pleasures. Anyway, you go. What are your guilty pleasures? Name. Let's do your top oh. two. Show tunes. Me too. Specifically, the soundtrack from Miss Saigon, my favorite. <gasps> the show. original soundtrack with Leah Salonga. <laughs> yeah, is yeah. Even though, um, even though Blazada grew up in Mooresville, North Carolina. Oh, the, for the revival, right? She was the one who yeah, she, who played yeah in the revival. What other? What other? See, show tunes are my thing. I was a theater kid growing yeah. up. So. <laughs> yep. Which other one? Did you see the new trailer for Prom that's coming out on Netflix? No, I didn't. So Meryl Street is in it. They got all big names, and Ryan Murphy's directing it. But they're turning the broad, yeah, they're turning the Broadway show <laughs> into a movie, and it's like full. And music. it's Ryan Murphy. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Should be good. Oh my god, I'm very excited. I'm is very he excited like, now. Is he completely done with um, the channel he was working? Is he all Netflix? FX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's yeah. He's signed with Netflix now, yeah. oh, so he's God. finishing. He's finishing up his stuff like Pose, mm-hmm. and then I love and Pose. then he, everything's moving over to to Netflix. Yeah. So Pose is still going to be on FX though. 
Yeah, I, until he fin- until it's done. Yeah, yeah, okay. until they decide yeah. it's done. And right. the Aura, more you know, Aura, you did an episode <laughs> specifically about one of the characters that they do mention in Pose um, that actually murdered somebody, put him in that suitcase, and put him in a closet. Yeah. You covered that, I believe, on one of yep. your first first episodes, if I remember right. Wait, it what? was my first episode ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, explain it to Bash because Bash is like what. <laughs> Okay, so Dorian Corey was a New York drag legend, and she was in Paris is Burning, so people knew her from that, and when she died, she had asked, like, while she was sick, had asked the person who was taking care of her to go through her drag and sell what she could to make money and just get rid of it, and they find a suitcase that was real heavy, and they put a little slice in it, and it smelled like dead corpse body. So they call the cops and they open it and it's Dorian's like man that she had been seeing that just disappeared out of nowhere with a gunshot wound to his head. And the body was wrapped in saran wrap, a blanket and doused in baking soda. So it ended up making the body mummify itself from the way that it decomposed. So when they opened the suitcase, it was actually a mummified body. So all of the, tabloid said drag queen had a mummy in her closet and i was like i'm gonna do an episode about this <laughs> but that, yeah I t- okay so that's where that whole storyline came from yeah. pose, then with electra i didn't know that yeah that and was I- a real storyline yeah yeah Whoa. yeah so you should everybody should go check out that yeah, she got away with it. Everybody should go check out um, that episode on dra- uh, Murders of Drag because, or or you go deep into the whole case oh, yeah. of this in the like backstory between Dorian and her boyfriend, all of it. It's really fascinating that she actually got away with it, and that Pose Ryan Murphy like kind of not paid homage, but did a storyline based off of that murder. Yeah. Can I, like a, a, can I ask one question? Good for her, kind of way. Yeah, go ahead, Bash. So did did he deserve it, or was it an accident, or she just wasn't, or was it like Pose, where it, you know they just didn't want to get involved with the police? He deserved it. He okay, deserved good. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay, yeah. next question. Next question. What is your biggest inspiration, or who is your biggest inspiration? Vander Von Odd from Dragula season one, the oh, winner of Dragula okay. season one. Mm-hmm. I built a dollhouse identical to the one that she did for Sasha Velour's nightgowns number. Um, and I actually showed her that when I met her and she was like, how the fuck did you find the, uh, oh my the God, same exact awesome. dollhouse? And I was like, you, eBay, honey. <laughs> so Shudder has their Halloween special coming out. And then um, RuPaul's Drag Race is doing their Halloween special about the same time, and I guess yeah. on the social medias there was drama. People were saying that RuPaul's Drag Race was copying the Boulay Brothers, when in fact they both had planned these months in advance, and they just happened to be coming out at the same time. I know it's Halloween, people. Come yeah. on! <laughs> but the Boulay Brothers, Dragula is more is going to be a competition episode, yeah. for one episode instead of how Drag Race when they did that awful Christmas special. I guess I'm <laughs> hoping it's not as bad as that. <laughs> it was awful. It was not good. I'll say Poor it. Kimchi. <laughs> She never <laughs> right. saw it. She deserved Neither better. did I. She did. <laughs> okay. What are your pronouns? He, him. I'm he a him. cisgendered male. Yay. Um, good, good, good. Who were who were you in a past life, do you think? A survivor on the Titanic. Oh, really? That is a good one, really. I love that answer. What class were them. you in? 
Um, I was definitely in steerage, but <laughs> I made it. That's the right so, answer. There you go. That's where all shirt. the fun was happening. They had those yeah. dancing. They yeah. 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 They lived. What's your favorite swear word? Ooh, um, probably fuck. I say fuck all the time. I yeah. can't like it's just fuck. it's a sentence enhancer for me. Yeah. What about you, Eric? What's your favorite swear word? Um, probably the same. Yeah. Fuck. We yeah. know we know what Bashes is. It's the same that he says it fifty million times on one episode. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you know what my most what is it? swear word is. You've said it before. I, I piece of shit all, all the time. time. Yeah. That is fucked. You say fucking people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When you talk fuck about is, people, it's a piece of shit. Yeah, fuck is fuck just is like, like a, an adjective. You know, I use that. You use it like an exclamation point on everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah. It's an yeah. It's like a, as it should be used. Yeah. Okay. Last one. What is your favorite movie, TV show, and band oh. of all time? My favorite time. movie of all time is uh, the Pee Wee Harmon's like Big Adventure. Oh, so when I got Ooh. to see the dinosaurs, oh, you I should meet Miriam. Miriam's favorite movie is that one, Tiana and mm-hmm. Elvira. Um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. The first one is so good. It's so good. Large Marge. I, Large Marge. That was my favorite scene. That was really? my favorite scene. I mean, my mom would rewind it and show me like the face popping out a million times. Right. I loved it. <laughs> uh, favorite TV show. My favorite TV show is American Horror Story because uh, I was like, I was like twelve when it came out because you know I'm a baby, so yes. I pretty much no, grew up with. Like, Jesus Christ. What's your favorite season? Yeah, what's what's season what's your... one? I'm a I'm a purist. Yeah. Oh, the was it Murder House or Murder Murder House? Murder yeah. House. They go. Mine was a Coven. I love I like the Coven season. I like. Oh, that was fantastic too. Apocalypse wasn't bad. I did you know, not like Freak it? Show, and I did not like... No. Which was the other one I didn't care the for? The Hotel. I liked Hotel because it was styled beautifully. I thought okay, the yeah, costuming was beautiful for that season. No, the camera story. work was great. The storyline was great. Yeah, yeah. Camera work was great. They made Lady Gaga look amazing. But the story wasn't as compelling as some of the other seasons, I thought. Yeah, yeah Freak Show was the worst oh freak show i couldn't handle I it i tried i tried they ended it yeah. they just ended it they were like you, the last they gave up just felt like they just shit on it they were like <laughs> you fuck this show you know you know who a lot of people which one a lot of people don't like is uh asylum and i actually really like i did one. too except for the it weird, didn't make any fucking sense except for the weird scary. alien storyline they never explained yeah yeah, or the fact that like Satan and aliens are combating each other. Exactly. <laughs> Favorite <laughs> band? Alien kids at the end. Yeah, alien kids. Yeah. Maybe. Favorite band of all time. My favorite band of all time, My Chemical Romance. Oh, okay. okay. We were just listening to them. <laughs> it would have to be that or Paramore, but I think My Chemical Romance. I love Romance Paramore. I love I, Paramore. Yeah. Paramore yeah. is good. Second favorite Paramore. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so that is a little bit of getting to know you. Now we know a little more about you. Or yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure there's many layers to unpack. So, like an onion. An onion. So you do, <laughs> you've researched a lot of murders on your show. So do you have any that have stuck with you when you were doing the research? You just couldn't shake after learning about it. That really kind of hit you in your core. Yeah, I actually recently did an episode about a two-spirited Navajo person. And two-spirited in Navajo culture is very respected. 
or was very respected. The, everybody who was two-spirited, which meant they embodied both a male and female gender, were revered and they were like the top of their society until they were colonized. And then, you know, the Eastern standards, Western standards of gender got into their religion too. Mm -hmm. And they stopped respecting their two-spirited people. And F.C. Martinez was a two-spirited individual who ended up being murdered in 2000 very brutally only like a few blocks away from his house and they found that um she was trying to climb a cliff to get home and like at the top of the cliff was her house house. and then the killer dragged him down into the like ravine and just murdered her with rock it was bad oh god it was really bad but oh god that's depressing it was interesting just to learn about fc yeah it was interesting to learn about fc and that's what i like about my podcast is that like the murder part is probably 30 seconds and I'll let you skip it if you want to skip it, but yeah. the rest of it, you can just hear trial. You can just hear biography. Mm-hmm. Like it's about the victims. You don't always yeah. have to hear about these awful things. A lot of it was like FC's life and them finding out that they were him and her. So it was, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really cool to learn about them. And they just had on Drag Race Canada, I- Iana Varley. She was too spirited yeah. too, because she yeah. was, um, I forget what it is she for Canada, not Native American, but she was Native Canadian. Yeah, so she belonged to one of the tribes up there. I know, I, indigenous. Indigenous. The there, that's the word I was looking for. She was indigenous. She was yeah. part of the indigenous culture there. But yeah, she right. was. She was very uh, vocal about the two spirited when she was on Drag Race Canada. Any other ones that really this stuck with you? Really the Dory and Corey murder, obviously, it's the main reason that I really kept my podcast going in this, like, corner that I've painted myself. But yeah. the corner that I've painted myself into has endless murders. Queer people have been being killed from the beginning of time. Mm. So there's endless content for me to discuss. What do you um, think? Uh, this is a question for all of you, um, but mainly for you, Aura, since you do have a, a murder-driven podcast, what do you think, the why people are obsessed with it? Because there have been so many TV shows, like on Netflix, The, the Mind of a Killer, all of those, and then within the podcast world, there's a lot of different true crime, cold cases, unsolved mysteries, the, the murders podcasts. People are so obsessed with it. Why do you think that is? <laughs> I think it's kind of human nature. Yeah. And for they they talk about that a lot on my favorite murder mm-hmm. and they are kind of found that the group that likes it tends to have a lot of anxiety about murder and a lot of anxiety about being somebody who gets killed. So maybe they maybe we listen to these podcasts to like arm ourselves with knowledge so we know True what to look for, to be more observant, you know, don't always check your reflections and shadows and look behind you when you're walking. Right. <laughs> so you're <Yeah>. prepared. <laughs> oh yeah. Bash. <laughs> I know somebody's coming for you at some day, Bash. Gee. I, yeah. I have this weird thing where I don't like to have my back turned to wide spaces. It's like an element of feng shui. Like yeah. you don't turn your mattress yeah. away from your door. Um, but I think it's because my family's been gunned down by the mafia so many goddamn times. It's it's kind of yeah. ingrained in my genetics at this point. Huh. So Italian of you. So <laughs> Italian of you. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I really, and I, I kind of have a, the same thing where when I go into a public space like a restaurant, I always, I don't like, I like my back to a wall <laughs> so I can see everybody coming yeah. in and stuff. I, won't, I don't yeah. like my back to to the crowd. It makes me uncomfortable. 
Plus, I like I to think watch it's everybody that come instinct in and talk that gets people interested in murder. Yeah. It's that basic instinct to protect mm-hmm. yourself that gets people interested in learning about true crime and learning about these awful things that do happen and have yeah. happened. What so, are what are some of the other famous murders that you're gonna be putting on your on your show that are like on the back burner that you're like, this is a fascinating topic. I think I want to do a deep dive into this. I've been working very gently and walking on eggshells around some of the victims of the Pulse Massacre. Um, oh, yes. And I've also been looking into um, Jeffrey Dahmer because every single one of his victims were mm. gay men, but he has so many that that's the long episode. Yeah, so, that could yeah. be like a three-part. Maybe a special. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Dahmer, um, Miriam's tea party that we went to. <laughs> you like that segue? <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. We didn't. We we're yeah, talking no, about this really briefly. <laughs> so, Ms. Miriam T, one of our other hosts on this show, she had tea party um, last weekend, right? Right, boys? And we yes. got to go. And friend of the podcast, she's been on many times as a co host, Michelada, did a Jeffrey Dahmer number at the tea party. <laughs> To it man was, eater to by man-eater. uh to man eater by Nelly Furtado. <laughs> yes, it was <laughs> so <laughs> funny. <laughs> a and fair then, song choice. Yeah, and then Miriam yeah. did a great mix with what's um uh, for non blondes is what's up and getting really high on stage. Oh, it was, it was so good. hilarious. Yeah. But it was very fun to be back at the tea party and see everybody see drag in person. I know, see yeah. drag in person. Oh, isn't it great? Well, it's yeah. been 10 months for us. We literally yeah, yeah. thought that was the first show we'd been to. Been to, time. yeah. And yeah. they did really good with the social distancing, the masks. Everybody stayed That's at good. their tables. Yeah. And I yeah. love that they had a teapot or teacup in the middle of the table. So you put the your you tips in like there. That. And they had or the Venmo, Venmo accounts legible. Everybody could see them on the table. It made it yeah. so easy. And they did, they did really good for... For putting up a show for the first time since we've been in, in lockdown. It was a good show. I really enjoyed yeah, it. <laughs> fun. Should we talk a little bit about some famous murders here in San Diego? That's why I'm here. <laughs> Where? In Newport? You're not in <laughs> San Diego, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm gonna start this one off. So one of the so did you know in La Jolla? There have been a few very famous murders, but one that I remember as watching as a kid in the 80s was um, of Elizabeth Angry Betty Broderick. Do you remember this story? That Any was of her you? nickname was Angry Betty. And Angry Betty. So, it's like a terrible horror film it starring does. Like America Ferrera. It's Ugly Betty Angry. It's the C, yeah. Angry Betty. Angry Betty. It's the reboot. Like killing spree through the fucking magazine. So the whole, like, this is, this case and this murder and what she did is is really... The antithesis of the saying, how has no fury like a woman scorn? Because Ooh, she, I'm yeah. In it. yeah, so what Elizabeth happened? Betty Broderick and her husband were a very famous couple here in La Jolla. Um, and they were very in the social light scene, very well known, very, they did very well for themselves. Um, in 1980, 88, 89. And so Dan, her husband, um, decided, filed for divorce. And Betty was not having it. She kind of went a little cuckoo magoo. Um, so, yeah. So she started 
Like, <laughs> so she got violent towards her ex husband, like showing up at her house, spray painting f- profanities on their on the house they used to share. She drove her car into his front door. Um, now, I, I want to point out that happens yeah. in La Jolla far more frequently than. Oh, now, imagine. now I'm talking There's about just back drunk in the old day. Ladies yeah, slamming into mansions up and down. Oh, that fucking yeah, house. but this is back in the yeah. '80s. So for the '80s, it wasn't okay. common a common thing. Oh yeah, yeah. it was more common people drove drunk all the time no but they were safer about it they no, weren't they didn't have and stuff. Belts, no 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 yeah, no true. i don't agree with you turn, his mic, turn his mic off somebody turn his mic off she's sorry. drunk oh, she's debate? drunk no, anyways no, okay <laughs> back to the story two minutes are up <laughs> i know two minutes are up mute her please jesus <laughs> fucking christ and so betty um got so dan got restraining orders and all this stuff put a put against her he remarried linda and they moved and bought a house betty was not having the re, the the new wife and all of this so one night um when she got a letter from dan's um lawyer saying if you keep doing these violent acts we're gonna put you away again because dan had her committed at one time because she just was bonkers in a way. So she grabbed the spare key that her daughter had. And Dan and Linda were living here in Hillcrest at the time. She snuck into their home after receiving this letter and pulled out um, her, what's a thirty-eight caliber and shot, shot them dead in the room. And he tried to get up and call, call the police. She just shot them dead. And like no remorse, no nothing, admitted to the crime and was put away. And she was pretty much, her attitude was like, that's what he gets. <laughs> yeah. So she just went crazy. And that's why they, she was dubbed Angry Betty. And her, like her tagline was, how hath no fury like a woman's scorn. That happened here. Oh, let's play that's what you get by Paramore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> I would like to know the story of the gay couple living next to these gun I you what they know did. They they were... like... I know. <laughs> I wonder where in Hillcrest they were. I should have fi- found that out, but I don't right. know. Yeah. Um, what about you, Eric? I know you have one. Okay, so I have Miss Loretta Jones. She was 39 years old and she was actually just arrested. I don't even, I'm a little like nervous even talking about it. She was only arrested 25 days ago. Oh, this is a case. Yes. For uh, connected to 189 different murders, um, most of them here in California. What the fuck? Between 1993 and 2017. So it is said that she suffers from premenstrual dysphoric disorder as well as chronic hormone disorder. So it's basically like she has permanent PMS. Bad PMS. Like permanently. And it's it's described (laughs) like you basically cross her for any reason and she turns into like a killing machine. And so I I bring this story up like mostly for you, Bash, because like I know how you drive down the street and you like honk at everyone I, and like I, scream at so people. Lucky I didn't cross this woman's path. I I know you would be dead. Fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah I'd be, read like, it strewn across the beach right now. <laughs> yeah, I read the story and I'm like, oh my gosh, please stop honking at people, Bashy. Like I won't. Let her, please, let her. I I'm need like a break from like, her. Oh, let her. Kill me? And then just whips out like a shank. Um, yeah. So she was, she has killed 109 people, 89 people, uh, almost 200 people 
and yeah. they just caught her. 137 in, in, 137 in California, 16 in Oregon, 11 in Holy Arizona, crap. 8 in Nevada, and 17 in Mexico. And they just caught even like even Mexico has been like trying to investigate her as well since they got 1993. They got her here in San Diego. San Diego. Wow, great. Yay. <laughs> yes. and she's going to like all of my vacation spots, like you know, Vegas. <laughs> You're Portland, lucky to be alive, Bosh. You're lucky to be Nevada. alive. I am. I cheers. There you go. Yeah. Oh, what about you? What do you got for us this week, Dash? <laughs> okay, mine's a personal story. Of course. Um, so <laughs> of course. In, in 2007. Yeah. Uh I'm sure Aura barely knows that year. She was probably what, like 13? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a little younger. <laughs> uh, okay. Just, just go for the jugular. Um, I was driving to school and I had a midterm at San Diego State and I was getting off of the Hillcrest exit onto the 163 and it was stopped. Like the whole freeway was just completely blocked. And I was listening to Pandora at the time and because that's what I used back then. And then I tried going down El Cajon Boulevard all the way to school and traffic was backed up on every freeway. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I finally like turned on the radio and they had found a human head strewn on the five and then like a left hand on the 163 and just a torso with no other body parts in Otay River, like all the way close to Mexico in in Chula Vista. And so everybody automatically assumed that it was like a, um, a drug cartel hit. And there were, they found body parts all over the freeways of San Diego. The whole city shut down because everything was a crime scene. And it turns out it was just some guy that got in a fight with his roommate down in South Bay. And, and his roommate just went crazy and, and killed him and cut him up. And just started tossing things yeah. out on a long drive around town. <laughs> if you see Rob's wow. body parts I was so upset <laughs> spread around San Diego. <laughs> but the, I was so upset by it because I had to sit in traffic for hours and Oh, because it hours. interrupted <laughs> your day. God forbid it interrupts Bash's so day. Term, and then like I forgot everything and probably got like a B minus on the line. Good, day. that's what you get but for was, being selfish. I remember, do you remember when they shut down the freeways here because that damn person was threatening to jump off of the bridge on 163? all the time oh it's so annoying or when the avocado oh we did a thing where we it was the, oh, avocado. the avocado truck yes an it's avocado so truck turned over on the eight freeway and yeah. caused traffic for miles <laughs> yeah <laughs> <So stupid>. <laughs> <laughs> these are the things that terrify me everything terrifies you you're like riddled <laughs> with anxiety <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling pretty good today. Actually. Oh, that's good because you have booze in your yeah. system. That's good. Well, yeah. other too. Aurora. Or or see, there I go. Aurora. I'm thinking sleeping beauty. No, no. Aura. <laughs> so you since you do do a lot of research on these on these murders, if you had to give somebody advice like, okay, you have a suspect uh, somebody's following you, you feel a little threatened. What are your go-tos of like do you know like in scary movies they have the list of yeah. don't do these in scary movies. What would your list be for anybody? If they oh, were stuck my. in a thriller suspenseful <laughs> murder movie, these are the don'ts. A definitive how to. Yeah. Um yes. uh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <I> do <know. laughs> all around you do steal a knife from California Pizza Kitchen while you're in LA. <laughs> also, walk with that knife up your sleeve while you're in LA because you're afraid that you might get murdered. And maybe 
scream really loud if you get uncomfortable, even if they're not going to murder you, <laughs> then you just scared them away because you're screaming like a maniac. <laughs> and my dad told me that if somebody grabs you to piss yourself because they're not going to want to touch you after you pissed yourself. Or shit so, yourself. Do both. Or shit yourself. That's even better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good advice. It is. That's a definitive how-to. Not there good. you go. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Do you, since we're talking about crimes and murders, do you want to hear a recent really stupid crime that happened here in San Diego? This is this well, one. I, I read this story and I'm like, one, it's disgusting. Two, I'm just like, people are dumb. People are just dumb. So here in San Diego, um, this story can go down in the files of San Diego's dumbest criminals, but a lakeside man, um, his name was Donald Curtis, and his son is named Donald, too. Um, he went to go visit his son, who was incarcerated and live in prison in Colorado, right? So during mm-hmm. this, the FBI um, had tapped phone calls that they were monitor phone calls between the son and the dad that the dad was making to the son while he was in prison, um, trying to come up with a plan to smuggle golf ball sized chunks of black tar heroin that he would wrap. He was going to wrap in plastic yeah. and hide them up in his rectum and then oh, go. No. It, yeah. So I the police. So the <laughs> no, I know you. So the police, um, the authority said Donald was going to transfer these drugs to his son by giving his son, who has the same name, Donald, a mouth-to-mouth kiss during their visit. So he was going to go to prison, take these out of his ass, put them in his mouth, kiss his son, and that's how he's going to get these drugs in prison. I mean, come on. How stupid can you be? So, of course, the police... Did they know that they were father and son? Yeah. Like, guards and shit? Yeah. So, the FBI were so shocked about it. They, Of course, they arrested Donald Sr. and put him in jail um, with his son. But the the story had gotten out, and I guess Donald Sr.'s neighbor, Mike V is his name, said he felt so disgusted and would never imagine taking something out of your butt and putting in your your mouth in the first place and then going to kiss your child well i mean these people are dumb they're crazy <laughs> i mean then i thought okay Listen, man Bash, we don't do want to know about thing. your saturday <laughs> we don't want to know what you do on your saturday is your thing that's so fine. nobody's business but my own <laughs> so how much more different is it if when you go down and you eat somebody's ass and then you go afterwards and kiss them not at all well, exactly <laughs> you should be hygienic and you should be comfortable enough to do that true yeah. true yeah. i don't if know you're if not, i would you shouldn't be letting anything happen to your butt no, my, no, I, I don't. But know. also, gay men and straight men's butts are very, very totally different. Totally very different it's completely it's different. Yes. It's like the Amazon compared to Death Valley. Like, some survive very <laughs> well in straight men's ass. Another, you know, I like a clean desert scape. I want it. I, I want it to whistle. I, I want to be able to get off of it. I know. How do we get off on any of our topics? <laughs> yes, okay. Robbie, do you have something for us, Rob? Um, yeah, I, so when you're talking about murders, I was just thinking that when I was living in Michigan before I moved here, there was um, the only murder that I kind of knew from San Diego that was famous um, nationwide news at the time 
was back when there was a mass shooting at a McDonald's down uh, in yeah. San Isidro. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And yeah. he like he came in, it was like summer of 84. Mm-hmm. And he um he killed 21 people, wounded 19 more. So from the the first shot he took to the police took him out was like 77 minutes before it was over. Anyway, that was like the only San Diego murder that was famous. At the, it was the deadliest shooting yeah, ever at ever. the time. San Diego. Yeah. yeah. Well, wow. San Diego is also famous for a very famous serial killer, killer that um, Ryan Murphy's made a series out of, Andrew Cannanen. So mm-hmm. Netflix right. and everything, yeah. yeah. He's from National City. Uh huh. How about that? Netflix, yeah. We did. I think that we did some. We covered that in our first, se- second season. We may have. Yeah. Dive deep. I thought in. you were going to talk about Heaven's Gate. Oh, Heaven's Gate is a whole like, other. Drink the Kool Aid came <laughs> drink from. Drink the Kool Aid from came from that. That yeah. happened in San Diego too. Yeah. Oh wait, was Drink the Kool Aid Jonestown? No, yes, you're right. It was Jonestown. Yeah, yeah that's right. It was Jonestown. Gate, basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty yeah, much. They had yeah. all those. I, I wonder if like Nike should release a special edition of those sneakers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, badge. Have another wow. drink. It'd be yeah. a great I'd Halloween costume, though. You would? Yeah. <laughs> You'd buy them. I would. I would. Maybe. No. That's, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I what would you wear them with, though? Just out running with them. <laughs> Miriam T yeah. can do a number on it. I'm sure she would. She would. Yeah. Exactly. Would. <laughs> you should, um, Aura, you should cover the Andrew Cunanan case. That would be an interesting one, even though it's everybody's done it. But I did. You did? Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it was like episode six or something. It was before it was a video, though. So I might do it again because I feel oh, like I um, it was rough when I first yeah. started my podcast. Mm. Yeah. There's a yeah, you've covered a lot of them. Too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to remember all of them, but I do when I like if it's mentioned, I'm like, oh, I remember all the details of this case. I remember whose brother and sister that was. Yeah. So there was another recent murder that didn't happen here in San Diego, but it made the news and it was um reported in Pink News, the gay the LGBT news site, about a group this couple, Joel Aussie and Diana Christie. They purposely were luring men off of grinder and killing them with devil's breath, which is um, a plant that's in the same family of uh, deadly nightshade. So they were, so Joel would make these fake profiles on Grindr and get the men to hook up with him. And they thought these, this couple, Diana and Joel, thought it was going to be easy money to drug these gay men and then rob them. So they would create these profiles on Grinder, and they wouldn't have the Grinder hookup come to their house. They would always go to their to their to the hookup's house because they mm-hmm. thought that if you invite, if the Grinder hookup invited these people over, they would feel more comfortable and their guard would be down in their own home. So the what they the first one they did and the only one they did was with um, Adrian Murphy, who was a dancer, and I believe I forget what city it was in. But so Joe goes to his house, drugs him with de- um, devil's breath. He passes out. Then his girlfriend Diana shows up and they rob him, tear tear the house down, and then these idiots. The same day, actually, no, this took place in London. It was in the UK. That's right. And um, 
so they literally the same day they stole Adrian Murphy's identity and tried to rack up eighty thousand dollars worth of purchases online, and that's how they got caught. Literally Maybe. right afterwards, and his best friend, Adrian Murphy's best friend, is the one who found him a couple days later. And then Joel and Diana got caught, and they admitted everything. They admitted everything, and let now they're in jail. They were prosecuted and all that. But that was their plan: is to use devil's breath to poison gay men off of grinder so be careful when you hook up so yeah i, I don't know i thought it was like uh people are crazy why do they always use credit cards it's the fucking stupid only steal cash thank you and why are you gonna they do it like right never. afterwards yeah. oh my god these people, people are, are so fucking stupid. also mm-hmm. don't rob restaurants that's the dumbest thing you can rob why restaurants? everything's on yeah. credit oh yeah that's true there's no cash in the registers it's like that who sent it the the scene in Shit's creek where they rob <laughs> the, i just the watched that last night that <laughs> episode like, too do you want, what do you want me to put wine wine in there how about some samples <laughs> how about brie Maybe. cheese brie cheese. goes good with wine <laughs> That would be that would totally be you know somebody wrong. No, you got mugged and you threw your phone at the person and you and you argued with them. I I told them they were a fucking idiot for taking my phone. Yeah, I was like, why do you want this? It's got my iPhone on it. Fucking (laughs) idiot. Jesus Christ. Oh my god! Oh, I got man. everything back. So, Aura, with your with the the murder podcast, is there any stories you have covered that you? would want to see turned into a film that you think that you think would be great as a story for film that people, people would be into. Well, I guess it was kind of made into a film already, but it was a documentary and I want to see it made into like a dramatized film Uh that don't fuck with cats movie about. (gasps) Yeah. I covered that case too, because I watched that documentary and I was like, Holy shit. I need to cover this case. Yeah. Um, And it was gay enough for me to cover so i yeah. did and it's crazy that he based his whole murder off of the basic instinct movie with sharon stone like <laughs> like he even centered a poster above the bed where he cut that guy up and i saw that film of that poor guy being dismembered when i was like 12 years old and had no idea that it was real because it was just coming across my like oh wow youtube or whatever yeah. it was back then and i saw this documentary and i saw like clips from the video they don't show the whole thing obviously mm-hmm. on netflix but i was like holy shit so i i've seen that like i've seen a real person get real dismembered oh, it's yeah. wild wow i know <laughs> do, you, do you get yeah. creeped out like when you read some of these stories and like does it still scare you and like oh yeah there was there's some really terrible things that people can do i just covered a murder of talana krieger in 1990 in wilmington north carolina and she was manually disemboweled which it was not a term that i knew what it meant but apparently this man he sexually assaulted her with his whole hand and grabbed and pulled uh, her uh, and it uh, killed her i uh, know thank you no thank you that ma'am. was my reaction i uh, know thank you ma'am <laughs> what do your parents think about this obsession of yours <laughs> <laughs> they get concerned every once in a while. They're like, "Are you planning anything? Like, should we be concerned for our safety?" They're locking the doors yeah. at night. <laughs> right, right. Uh, it's yeah. It's how it's how weird. how are your parents? Are are they pretty open with with the podcast, your drag, and all of that? Oh yeah, they're great. They've been to um, a few of my shows. They listen to my podcast. 
they oh, respond so when I share personal stories about dumb stuff that I've done. They're like, "What the fuck is this? Like, when did you go do this? Like, what? What are you talking about?" Yeah, yeah. And then you, being in a small town, how is it being out and gay now, especially young and being out and gay, especially coming from a small town Midwest? And like you said, the Bible Belt. Yeah, it's uh, not fun. There's like if I go to a drive-through, I'll be intentionally misgendered because of just I sound very gay. I understand that, but they'll call me ma'am and they'll make you know little microaggressions. Mm. I get stares everywhere I go because I don't have eyebrows and I have blue hair. Um, it's it's difficult. I know it's a lot harder for you know other people like trans folks here mm. and more visibly queer people because I can still, you know, slap on some eyebrows of baseball cap and shorts and like pass as a straight man. But it's it's definitely um it's rough, especially being a drag queen. Yeah. I still get out and drive and I go. I did a public photo shoot downtown in my town because I am I'm here. Just like that HBO documentary, we're here. Yeah. It's very much like that we saw that those towns that they went to. That's yeah. Town could use one the, of the show with Eureka. It was it yeah. That? yeah, where they go. Yeah, and that it's a very town. interesting yeah. show because it gets very uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah, because you're watching them like interact with homophobes. And you're like, girl, walk away. Like they are, they don't like you, but they're not scared to just Dude. harass these straight people. Yeah. And <laughs> do I, you have any? Do ahead. you have any moments where people surprise you? Like where they're like nice to you and come up to you and like. Yeah, you wouldn't expect. Th- yeah, you wouldn't expect that. It's crazy. Sometimes you'll get like a biker guy with like a bunch of tattoos and like full beard, looks super scared, and he'd be like, "I got out of a gas station after a show one time." He was like, "Wow, you're so glittery and pretty," and I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> uh, I'm scared. I don't trust this, but he genuinely enjoyed it. And when I was walking down like that photo shoot I was talking about there was a mom and her two daughters and the two little girls were just like awestruck. They were like, Oh my God, there's a Disney princess walking down the street right now. <laughs> the mom asked if I could, um, if I would stop and take a picture with them. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And that was just in my little Bible belt town. So, yeah. you know, changing. I'm sure if they, if I mentioned the fact that I was a gay man, they would have been way more uncomfortable than they were, but things are, you know, changing slowly, but surely. Yeah. yeah. And I think maybe being here in San Diego, we kind of take that for granted because it is, it's easier, especially in our little bubble of Hillcrest. Um, right. We don't have a gay area here. Yeah. We don't have a Hillcrest. We don't have anything. The gay clubs are like ones on the plaza, which is just a random street and then not so great area. Then there's one in Uptown on a random street. We don't have a gay area. We just mm-hmm. have gay people that live in North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hi, hi, hi. Do you have siblings or are you an only child? I do. I have um, two older sisters and an older brother. So and- I'm the youngest of four. Oh, okay. Hmm. And they're all cool with the drag, the murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. Everybody like my other sister is also very into true crime. She listens oh, really? to the, my favorite murder too. So she listens to my podcast every week because she oh, just nice. likes to the murder stuff. So, <laughs> so you have that yeah, in common. Support of my family, which is really fortunate because like I said, we're from New York. So we're, we don't exactly share the ideals of um, uh, you know, traditionalist Southerners. Yeah. yeah. Is right. there a specific, let's say, drag queen that maybe you like inspires you besides the the one you named at the beginning of the show? My drag mother, for sure, Vegas yeah. Van Dank. She completely carved the way for 
alternative drag here in the South, because mm-hmm. even within the drag scene here, there's still discrimination because it's like, yeah, you can do drag and be visibly queer, but you have to do it in this way of like mm-hmm. old school pageant drag, basically. Okay. And my drag mother was like, no, I'm not going to wear pads. I'm not going to wear heels. I'm going to paint my face like a zombie with like blood dripping out of my mouth and do crazy shit on stage. Yeah. And she made a scene for alternative drag. We had a creep show at our local bar for a while, which was a monthly show every Saturday where we had a girl from Dragula mm-hmm. and Priscilla Chambers, who is oh, my drag, my drag. She's my drag auntie. Mm-hmm. She's my drag mother's best friend because she's from Asheville, North Carolina. So we all knew her long before she was on the show and knew that, you know, she deserved that spot on the show. Yeah. But she she's was part so of good show. on the show. Yeah. Oh, her drag is so good. And even she's now, yeah, and she, um, her Instagram's really cool. She has so many good looks on her Instagram oh, yeah. now, even after the show. The makeup is insane. Yeah, where we, we used to you? get like tagged with each other's photos. Oh, right. Really? <laughs> really the mouth, I think it is. Yeah, where do you, where do you want your your show, Murders a Drag, and your drag to go? Like, where, where does your end goal with it? If we well, before COVID, when I had my show, I was. My idea was Murders to Drag Live. That's what I wanted. I wanted a drag show where in between, instead of like hosting and doing like bar games, I would tell you a true crime story and people Ooh. who actually were interested would buy a ticket for the event so that way nobody gets bored. Yeah. Murders to Drag Live was my, you know, was my goal. I wanted to tour it, bring it around the world. And everybody oh, would see Murders to Drag Live. That would that's that would have actually been really interesting. You get dragging in a, in a murder story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple that's numbers cool. here and yeah. Wow, that's really cool. I like one that. Day. One, one day, day when we're out of lockdown. Yeah. Jeez, how have you been handling it personally being in in lockdown? Isolation is hard. It yeah. is. It's, it's it it takes a toll on you that you don't realize cuz when it first started I was one of those people who was like, well, I don't like anybody anyway, so I'll be fine. <laughs> but then a weekend me. I was like, oh my god, I think I need to go to Walmart just to be there. Like just so that I know that there's people <laughs> out there other than me. <laughs> See, I'm good. I'm like I go out once and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. I still hate people. Yeah, that was <laughs> then I went to Walmart and I've been home ever since. I've you're the, you got your feel and you're like, yep, good. Let's let's not do <laughs> yeah, that again. Now. What yeah. are you going to do for Halloween? anything big i'm just gonna go to like a little party at my drag family's house we're just gonna get together and do our own thing um because covid we're scared yeah. so yeah yeah and north carolina does not follow the rules nobody i mean nobody wears a mask everybody's going to the bars anyway without masks on, on their pads the people are Ooh. just pretending like it's not real and I can't handle that. Mm, that's that's a whole nother level of stress. I would be like, oh, these idiots. Don't breathe on me. Don't um, look get, at me. <laughs> right? Yeah. So are you going to do a special for um, Murders a Drag for your Halloween? Yes, I usually... Last year I did like a little um, a heavy hitter case, as yeah. I like to call them. Which would be like this... I can't remember exactly who it was last year. I think that might have been my randy craft episode but this year i planned on doing um another famous gay serial killer but okay okay oh no we don't have time for it rob do you should we do carol do you want to do carol i could do carol do you guys have a carol i have one i always have a carol because i always have something to complain about so um aura we do this segment on the show called carol of the week and it is 
just something that gets under your skin, a gripe, just, ugh, it just, ugh. Yeah, that is our Carol of the Week. <laughs> so we're going to play the Carol music. Carol, for once in your life, shut yes, your damn mouth. Yes, everybody, it is time for Carol of the Week. Bash, since you said you have one, go for it. What is your Carol this week? Um, There is, I have to talk quietly, because I'm not, I'm in a little bit of enemy territory right now, but <laughs> there, there is like a whole fucking like Trump line of cars that just keeps honking Blech. all day long, like down Blech. by the beach. Blech. And I'm like, this just wouldn't, <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel this would never happen this coast to this close to the coast. No. You know, like yeah. Oh. Freaking oh. me out. Just quit already. Quit. Nobody I'm cares. Wor- I'm worried for your safety. I know me too. That's why yeah. I was scared about not seeing what was behind me. Maybe like, they have a taste for meatballs and oh my god, you're in doom. Oh, shut man. up. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be like, there's a spicy little meatball, let's go for him. <laughs> what about you, Eric? Do you have a Carol this week? I do not have a care. I think I have to pass. I don't. I, <gasps> How I know. dare you? I know. I had like a nice, happy week. What is that? Oh, how does that? How, does that, how, how does, does that happen? How many drugs are you on? What what what, 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 what prescriptions are you on right now? 14. Oh, there we go. That's why you don't have a Carol. You don't even know where you are right now. He's like, am I outside? outside? <laughs> Bashy is. Am, am I outside? <laughs> okay, Aura, do you have a Carol? Some gripe or something that's been getting under your skin lately? Yeah, we went to a Jack in the Box. I don't remember where it was. It was in San Diego, though. And we pulled up, and she didn't answer the speaker, so we went to the window, and then she looked at us through the window, and then unplugged the computer that, like, counts the time that you're up at the drive-thru for, and just walked away. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, nope, nope, I'm not doing this. She made eye contact and said, (laughs) did you say anything? (laughs) Nothing. Didn't even open the window. What did you do? Were you like, uh... We didn't know what could you do? (laughs) I would have gone full Karen. I would have been throwing mailboxes. I wanted to start knocking on the window. Oh, totally. Yeah. To get a bat. I just want a milkshake. (laughs) A milkshake. You're like, (laughs) give me a goddamn milkshake. (laughs) Oh, my Carol is myself for being too much of a perfectionist because for everybody that's watching next week is our big Halloween show and we're dressing up for Halloween and we have friend of the Mm -hmm. podcast one of my favorite 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 co-host that fills in for us Jenny Connard is going to come back on the show which we have not seen her since beginning of COVID so she's going to be dressed up the boys are so I knew we were doing this for this show and for Film Springer, the other show I'm on. And of course, I cannot do a costume that's just meh. I have to go all out, and I've been stressing about it for like two weeks. I'm still you stressing only have to about go from it. Here up, though. I, yeah, Bash, you're really asking me. I only have to do from here up. I don't. Also, I don't never do that. I go full front, full. Huh? I'll stay. 
Everybody does it. Chill I, out. I can't. I can't. I don't do half-ass like you. So that's why I'm like oh, doing full-on, full-on everything for the show. So tune in to check know. out all of our, our wonderful costumes and see what I'm putting Rob and I into yes. for Halloween. Also, we don't know what each other is no. wearing. So the, it's no. going to be a surprise on camera. Yes, it will. What we're, so yes, I am so excited So tune this. in. We're going to be live next Saturday, 1230 on our YouTube channel, Who Invited? her and out at tv so tune in for that um and aura how do people find you how do they find the show give them all that information me at aura van dang show at murder to drag i keep it real simple yes and when does it show up on out at tv when they can they follow um see you on out at tv <laughs> did you just see that did Matt got attacked that? the crows have eyes <laughs> uh, okay. So, how do be when do you, when does your show show on Out at TV? Mondays at seven Pacific, nine Eastern. There you go. There you go. And Bashy, how do people find you? I'm at say my name underscore Bash on the Insta. There you go. And Eric, what is your name now? Uh, who, Have you changed it again? Party, Party Bear Eric on Instagram. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's find what it is this week. This week it may change. You can find the podcast at Who Invited Her <laughs> underscore podcast on Instagram. We're Who Invited Her SD on Twitter and Facebook. You can email us at the gang at whoinvitedher.net. We love hearing from everybody. And if you have good costumes that you're doing for some Zoom party or whatever for this Halloween, send them to us so we can show them on the show um, and put them on our Instagram. Um, you can, Mariam T's not going to be here for our Halloween show because she's actually going to be working that Saturday. I know, but she's going to have a little message for us that she's putting together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, at least she put First some season. effort into it. I know. And everybody next... <laughs> There's a joke there. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Next week is our last show for the season. We are taking Thank the month God. of November off so I can get a break of these assholes. And we come back December 5th, all brand new season. It's going to be great. Um, I'm really excited for our next season. I have stuff planned. It's going to be fun. Like so yes, makeup two, for all of us? Yeah. No. Hair, no yeah, not. that would be nice. I mean, I got to yeah. get a magic wand for Bash. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> miracles if they happen. There you go. Thank you again, Aura, for hanging out with us for this hour. And everybody go check out her show. Um Drag uh, Murder's a Drag. It's 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 entertaining and very educational. Yes. (laughs) So thank you so much. And everybody, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Don't get murdered. Don't get murdered. And while the world is spinning faster every night, I feel I'm stuck in reverse of my